You wake up on a Tuesday. You think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let's play with some house money. Let's take the dog with the points. Cowboys plus eight coming off a mini buy. The 21 and nine against the spread over the last 30 years coming off a buy. I bit. I lost. We slept in a fetal position. And that about wraps week 13 in the NFL. We end on a two and one with three games on a Monday, Tuesday. Ravens back to Ravens form 34-17. They cover the eight points easily. And Greg Roman gets back to what they were doing last year, which for some reason I didn't think was ever going to come back. 294 rushing yards surrendered by this Cowboys defense. This is unfathomable. 7.9 yards per carry last night. 94 rushes and a tug for Lamar. 107 passing yards and two scores. Then you give Gus 101 and J.K. Dobbins 71. Ingram wasn't even out there. Zerloin never talked to me again about Greg the Leg. Lose your nickname. Drop everything. Go read The Alchemist. Come back and figure out your new life journey, bud. It ain't it. 0 for 3 in field goals? Literally screw our whole freaking ticket, Greg. You ruined the whole freaking enchilada. Dallas had some bright spots. They had 10 more first downs than this Ravens team. I mean, Dalton went 31 for 48, two tugs and a pick. Very Dalton line. Last thing I'll say before we try to get our money back for today. Zeke, 18 for 77, 4.3 on the ground. This guy's running like a festively plump fed man. Let's just call a spade a spade. Coward made an excellent example this morning about Jerry Jones is overvaluing his own assets. What's the market value for the top five guys? The Tyron Smiths, the Dak Prescotts, the Ezekiel Elliott's, the Amari Coopers. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Forget about it, Jerry. There is no market. These guys are all overpaid. $25 million for Demarcus Lawrence. Let me go throw up. All right, let's get our money back. We got to get it back. Numerous Champions League games today. I like Liverpool, but you got to hedge because if you don't hedge, these games come back to bite you. They're only minus 130. Hedge it with a tie. Or this is what I also like to do, the benefit of observing the live lines. Liverpool goes up. You have the luxury. All of a sudden, the spread changes to 1.5. You could protect yourself on both sides. You win twice. Tried to do that Monday night. Giving you a little insight on the live lines. You have the ability to win twice. When you have the Bills go on a 17-zip run and in, are in control of the majority of the second half, you could have gotten Niners plus 11.5. All the way up to 11.5. Again, be very weary of these live lines. It's almost like a mirage in the distance. It's like, there's no way Mullins doesn't come back and cover 11-5. Look at the Niners in garbage time fourth quarter. They didn't. They lost 34-20. You would have lost that live bet. So last night, all kinds of over-unders were moving. What did they do? They trap you with the last over-under. 50.5. 50.5. What was the score last night? 34-17. You do the math. Vegas hits the over by .5. We all go home losers. Vegas wasn't built off winners. You and I know this. We have to be better. We have to do whatever we got to do to find these little between-the-lines numbers. Like I misread yesterday. Even though 
the three missed field goals changes the whole complexion of the game, maybe Dallas does cover the eight. It was a bad call. I was incorrect. Sometimes Vegas lures you in a large number. If it's a rivalry game and it's Broncos Chiefs like last week and you get a large number, you take that large number typically in a rivalry game. It's got to be a different methodology when you're going interconference. AFC, NFC, these guys don't dance a lot. Yada, yada, yada. A couple games I'm looking at in the breakdown of college basketball today, believe it or not, really liking, really liking Rhode Island. It started at 13, dropped all the way down. Or I believe it got all the way up to 12 and a half and it dropped. Now I'm seeing plus 11. Rhode Island, it's, it's a pretty scrappy college basketball team. If you watch this club, I mean, they're plus 500 money line today. Odds brought to you by BetMGM. They're 30th right now in the league in points scored at 396 collectively to Wisconsin's 107th ranked in the league. They've really underperformed. Both these squads averaging 79 points per game, but Rhode Island edges them out 79.2. You look at this statistically, you say to yourself, all right, Rhode Island's beaten Seton Hall. They handled San Fran, who beat Virginia early on in the year. They lost to Boston College. Boston College has a decent basketball program. On the other other side of the coin, I was all over Marquette last week with the points plus five. Wisconsin ends up losing that game. They haven't played anybody else. Don't, don't even get me started on Green Bay basketball. Doesn't count in this conversation. 11 points against a very scrappy Rhode Island team. This team makes the tournament. Really high on that pick today. I would say the marquee matchup for the day, which started at Florida State minus one, has moved all the way to Florida State minus three and a half, minus three, give or take where your book is. Florida State minus 175, going against the Indiana Hoosiers at plus 140. So Florida State, we all know they got the height advantage. Here's the Indiana breakdown. Three and one straight up. Three and one against the spread, one and one at home, two and zero oh on the road, but their defense has really been outstanding to this point. Interesting to know because Florida State's played less games. They are averaging eighty six points a game, which is pretty fascinating. That's thirty seventh in the country to Indiana's seventy two point eight. That's a hundred and seventy third ranked. Now, if you're looking at boards. There's a big height advantage. From a board standpoint, 50th in the country, Florida State to Indiana's 197th. Again, Indiana led by Trace Jackson Davis. Dude's doing pretty well for himself. Averaging 21.5 points per game to go along with seven boards and five blocks through four games. However, you have to look at the other side of the coin. Balsa and MJ Walker, top score for the Seminoles, 17 points a game. I'm going to take Florida State. I'm looking at these numbers. I'm looking at the averages. Indiana turns the ball over. Indiana doesn't have the rebounding. Indiana doesn't have the points per game. All signs point to a lean on the Seminoles. Give me a little bit of a height advantage inside the numbers again. All signs point to MJ Walker leading this squad today over Trace Jackson Davis. And back to the Champions League, couple of picks for you today. If I did a little parlay outside of Liverpool, I'd probably go Inter Milan, Bayern Munich, and a splash of Man City. Those three should net you around minus 120. Maybe you get yourself a nice little eat-out lunch.
Look ahead line before we jam for the day. Patriots, Rams, don't call it a Super Bowl post matchup. Bill Belly going against McVay. And oh, how big the out coaching is in this category. You already know. Rams opened up at minus six, over under 45 at the moment. Again, this game kicks off tomorrow, December 10th. Just one gorgeous day. Of no football in this week. You gotta love it, baby. Of course, health first for these guys, but nobody's complaining about Tuesday football. So when Belichick is an underdog of six points or more, doesn't really happen very often. Really doesn't happen very often. Ten and five, the Patriots are under Belichick against the spread. And they've included six outright victories in those 15. So let me bring that back to you one more time. 15 times Belichick has been a six-point dog. He has won six of those, and he has covered 10 of 15. On a Thursday note, New England's 10-1 and straight up in its last 11 games on a Thursday. What does that tell you? It tells you that a short week and a great coach bodes well for New England. They're 6-0 straight up and 5-1 and against the spread in the last six games against L.A. I'm already feeling great about New England plus 6. This line may drop. In fact, it already has moved a little bit. I'm seeing 5.5, five, five some places, even dip down to 4.5. You want to do an early look-ahead line, go ahead and grab yourself a little Cam I Am on a Thursday. I'd consider it. This is a line that may move very much so in the next 24 hours. So the Rams, 6th rate losses to this Patriots team. Patriots coming off a 45-0 victory. That is the second largest road win in franchise history, formerly 56-10 at Buffalo in 07, the year of all years. 45 points, the most points the Patriots have scored since 2015. 51 against Jacksonville in week three of 2015. So the Rams, though, coming off a 21-point fourth quarter against the Cardinals, they're playing gorgeous. Three passing touchdowns at home this season compared to 14 on the road, though, for Jared Goff, which doesn't make a lot of sense. So you're telling me Jared Goff is unequivocally better on the road statistically. A minus 11 difference in drop-off in home touchdowns to road? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's COVID, no fans. Different conversation. This makes not that, that stat makes no sense. So golf is not that comfortable at home, and the line tells you and the numbers tell you that everything favors Patriots and Belichick. Give me the six points. I'll take it now. Let's try to get a Liverpool win again. Make sure you hedge because if they tie, you get three fourths of your money back. I like a Bayern Munich, Inter Milan, necessary Man City W to wrap up today. That's it for me. Moneyline Monaco coming at you every day of the week. I'm out.